Welcome to the Let's Have Breakfast podcast. We're here to talk about all the trials and tribulations in your early 20s, and also the amazing things that make these times in your life so great. We'll laugh, cry, talk shit, and drop episodes weekly. So grab a seat at the table, and let's have breakfast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Have Breakfast. I'm here with a very special guest today. Her name is Autumn Black. I met Autumn... I want to say over a year ago, um, it feels like I've known her for years at this point. Um, We've become such good friends, but I met her online through TikTok. So Autumn, I'm going to go ahead and kick it over to you. Tell tell us a little bit more about yourself. I'm Autumn. So like Jaden said, we met through TikTok and we're both kind of in the same local area or not kind of, we definitely are. (laughs) So Kansas City girlies. I graduated from the University of Missouri in May of 2020, and I've been working for a tech company ever since, and right now, currently a social media lead at a tech company. So I've been able to see a lot of good parts of corporate, also a lot of interesting parts of corporate. And yeah, in my free time and hobbies, I do pageantry, that's always very, very fun. Currently Miss Kansas City this year, so that's exciting. Um, and I'm always loving finding new things to do around the city, and yeah, that's that's basically me. Yeah, so I would love to know kind of more about your journey with, you know, on the road to, you said Miss Missouri, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so you're on the road to Miss Missouri. What is that like? Tell us a little bit more about what it's like to work a full-time job and then also be in a pageant and then also do all of your passions and still have a social life. It's always very interesting because I feel like with pageantry, you're kind of always on. Like, I feel like I'm always practicing and I'm always kind of doing the things that I need to do. So, for example, um, I kind of go between here and Wichita on the weekends, and that's where my pageant coach actually is. And so on the weekends, I go over there, say hi to my boyfriend, but then I also go to my pageant walking appointments and then I'm doing interviewing prep and things like that. So it's a lot, but also it's something that I've kind of integrated into my everyday life. Um, And it's just, honestly, I will say it's kind of just difficult in general with my corporate job. Like I think it's, it's very demanding. And I wouldn't say that it's because, you know, pageantry is also demanding, but it's more so because corporate life is demanding, as I'm sure you know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's a very demanding thing. So it's definitely been interesting, but I'm managing as much as I can. How did you get interested in social media to begin with? Because you said you're Mm -hmm. social media lead at a tech company, which I know is probably, I don't know, a world of its own. Like you're you're (laughs) talking about a bunch of things that... You know, you're Gen Z, you're not Mm -hmm. probably used to talking about big tech things. What is that like? So I kind of started off with my YouTube channel way back in the day. So I I think I've told you this, maybe I haven't, but I didn't just have like my current YouTube channel. I had like YouTube channels prior to that (laughs) where I would do like music videos and like the most random shit. Can I cuss on here? Yeah. The most, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, I didn't know. I would just do the most random shit on that channel. Like, I remember I had, like, my webcam, and this was back in the day, too, so the webcams were not giving back then. (laughs) They were not good. But that's what I started on. I would use this little webcam. I'd prop it up, and I would just, like, I would talk, and then I would also do these music videos. I remember I did this Moves Like Jagger music video. (laughs) I have to see that. (laughs) It's so bad. But I created, like, a green screen. So I was just, I was always very, like, creative, and I always enjoyed that. 
Um, and also the moves like Jagger video did get more dislikes and it got likes, but we don't need to talk about that. So <laughs> moving on from that, I started a completely new channel in, I think it was my sophomore year of high school. And in that I was like, what should I be? Oh, I'll be Oso Autumn. I'm Oso oh, Autumn. Yeah, yeah, very cute, right? Especially for a little sophomore in high school. So um, that really just kind of taught me how to connect with an audience, how to like build a brand, how to do all of these things. And that also kind of took me through high school, through college, and I just absolutely loved it. So it was something that I did. And now with TikTok becoming a huge thing, I kind of pivoted to like TikTok and kind of making that more like short form content. But again, with that and kind of going more into like my corporate life and everything, um, it's just, it's interesting as a Gen Zer because when it comes to like corporate social media, it's not as, not to say it's not as fun because it's still fun. Like obviously yeah. like it's my job, I enjoy it, but you have to look at it from almost like a completely different lens. And I'm glad that I've had the experience that I have had, like when it comes to like personal branding and stuff to be able to look at that experience, but it's just, it's, it's very different on a corporate level. Um, and then just corporate work in general is just interesting, especially working remotely. Like I was a 2020 pandemic grad. So like mm -hmm. I never had that experience of going into the office and I always like my dream job is basically like what I'm doing. And I always had this idea of like working for this big tech company. And I walk into the office in my Silicon Valley office in my cute little outfit. And it's like, I'm in sweatpants right now, like, you know, like low key in the middle of the workday. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, it's just, it's totally different than I would have thought, but I think I'm glad that I do have the flexibility to be remote and like have experiences like that. And I definitely want to touch on the dream job aspect yes. thing because oh I gosh. feel like dream jobs, dream jobs were pushed to us so much as kids. Like, yeah. it's like you're in preschool. What do you want to be? And it's, you're like, I don't know. I want to mm -hmm. be the president of the world. Like, yeah, hello. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Why wouldn't you? But I do want to go back to being like a child star or a wannabe child star <laughs> because I was the exact same way. Like I, no matter what, like I was always pulling up like the dance videos on YouTube, like mm -hmm. trying to see like what I could do. And like, yeah. I feel like that's, I don't know, that's something that our generation is experiencing more and more. And I see it in like the younger generation where it's like, we weren't necessarily like child stars. We would film ourselves and like act like we were famous or like do these things like runway walks at mm -hmm. reset. Like now you see kids like actually blowing. Our generation kind of sees that because we're watching the iPad kids grow yeah. up and yes. see like the behaviors, but it's like, I don't know. It's very different being on the other side of kind of that culture that we, I don't, we didn't start it, but it's like we were at the forefront yeah. of all of this stuff happening. I, oh my gosh, I have so many thoughts on just like the whole, the child stars of it all. But when we say child stars, it's mostly like parents exploiting their kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I think, so like for us growing up, it was like, we're experimenting with the internet. Like we're growing up with this. We're making videos, like you said. We see that we can make money off of social media now. Before it was just like a fun, cute little thing. But I feel like now it's becoming something where parents, because a lot of these parents are like, you know, our age, like the Gen Zers or like the millennials, it's kind of viewed as an opportunity to make money and something about that just doesn't always sit right with me personally. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's very interesting. And I think that we kind of know how to navigate social media, mm -hmm. but as children, like 
they they don't know that, right? Like they don't necessarily have that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, definitely it, got catfish like, yeah, so many times. Girl. Where I was like, I was oh catfishing my- too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was getting. I will never forget just like getting a random request from like. First of all, he looked like he could be twenty six <laughs> at least, and I was like, oh, but he's so fine and uh-huh. like. He had no mutual friends, nope. none at Mm-mm. all. Nope. And like, I don't know how I thought it was a real account. And I quickly <laughs> figured it out. Like, I, right. think, I think internet kind of gave us a common sense of mm-hmm. like, okay, something's not right. Yeah, exactly. But people are weird. People mm-hmm. are out here saying and doing anything. And it is uncomfortable. But I feel like the internet definitely created a new genre of like people. Like, yes. it's just like you are unintentionally funny. Like, you just mm-hmm. like are... I don't know. Like, you're almost born for it. Yeah. And it's you like, have access to all these people, yes. too. Yes. And it's like, everybody can kind of be a comedian, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you got it, right? If you, <laughs> like, if you happen to have it. You have but to it's have like, time. yeah. But like, yeah. If, if you have it, there's like a space for you to kind of be that, you know? Yeah. So that's good. That's what I really do appreciate about social media and like the internet is that there's... A lot of opportunity in it, which is good. And speaking of opportunity, that's how I met you. So (laughs) I was trying to put together like a Kansas City girls group message. Do you remember this? Yes, because there was a girl in my old building who I ran into and she was like, oh my God, I see your TikToks all the time. We follow each other because I was trying to be in the Kansas City girls group message. And I was like, oh my goodness. And it fell apart because I didn't know how to best create this. So it was an idea. A lot of people loved it, but then it just didn't work out. But anyways... Pretty sure you followed me from that. And then I think I DM'd like three people. You were one of the three people that like I DM'd like get this going. You joined, obviously it's there. And then I think we just like, we're talking from there. Yeah. And we're like, we should hang out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It would have been so cool if that worked out. No, but it was a really good idea. Know. So we are cooking something up yes. that is Casey Gals related. Mm-hmm. Um, more to come on that. Yes, but, in the lab. So you've always kind of had that mindset. Yeah. Like, let's link up, mm-hmm. let's build a community. That's yeah. really cool. And you are an advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, I would love for you to share some tips on, um, for those of us that are in school, for those of us in the corporate world, or for those of us just seeking to make friends in a new city, because that in itself is extremely hard. Yeah. Um, and our friendship wasn't born overnight, but it definitely did take some work. It took some, you know, dinner and coffee and actually putting energy into each other mm-hmm. from both sides of the coin. Um, it wasn't just, you know, one person. So yeah. how do you advocate for yourself in building relationships or just in life in general? Mm-hmm. Like I said, in college, like I was just always very connected to community and also just like knew that I wanted like a lot for myself. And like, I know that you were the same, like you were very involved and not just involved but like being in those leadership positions and so when I went into corporate I kept that same attitude I was like I don't know how and I was a journalism major and people were like you are not gonna make any money blah, 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 blah. and I was like I I don't know what I'm gonna have to do but I just know that I am not going to settle like there's no way that I can just exist and just not make an amount of money that I find like sufficient <laughs> for myself. I was like, there is no way I have no idea how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. So I just worked very, very, very hard. And like, I'm sure that everybody sees like on the, like on TikTok and everything, like the tech industry, great industry, like very lucrative. But aside from that, I always knew that I just wanted to really be in like a leadership position. And so it took a lot of advocating, like more than it almost feels like it should, But that's really how advocating works, especially when you're early in your career. 
I started off as just like, you know, in a recent grad program. And then from that program went on to my next role. And I really had to just like work my tail off and comes with its ups and downs. Like I am by far the youngest person on my team. That's interesting. It's great. I learn a lot, but it's it's weird in a way. <laughs> but I'm really proud of myself for the advocating that I've done to just kind of get to like a leadership position early on. I think that that's something that, you know, I really wanted for myself because I just found myself getting kind of like bored and more of like an early career position, if you will. I just really found myself not having a lot of responsibility. And to me, it just like wasn't fun. I wasn't thriving in that space. And so being able to advocate for myself to really, really, truly get what I want um, really just changed the game for me. That's so real. Yeah. I did not anticipate having to advocate for myself as much as I did mm -hmm. when I was working in corporate roles. Yeah. And that goes for really any position you're in because no one knows what you need except for you. Mm -hmm. So like you have to almost over communicate what you need and yeah. continue to remind people because yeah, it's top of mind for you, but it's not top of mind for someone else. And that yeah. goes for like anything. It goes for corporate, it goes for relationships. Even like your best friend, for example, like you could feel like you're going through a really tough time in your life and you're like, no one's here for me. Like mm -hmm. it's me against the world. And you haven't even had a conversation with your friend to be like, hey, I'm, I'm going through a lot. Like I could really use your support. And sometimes I think we make, I don't know, relationship or friendship problems like bigger than they are because mm -hmm you're not advocating for yourself yeah, because yeah. you're, I mean, have you been there for your friend either? Like that's something you kind of have to sit and mm -hmm. think about. And the key word here is healing because mm -hmm. you are not able to think about situations like this logically if you have not healed. Yes. Mm -hmm. And a lot <laughs> of it is also like lack of communication. Mm -hmm. Like I think that that is, I feel like there's a statistic out there of like, lack of communication being like the downfall for many relationships. Cause it's like, like say you're like in a marriage or something, lack of communication in finances, lack of communication in mm -hmm. just life, lack of communication in like everything across the board, I feel mm -hmm. like. And I say finances cause I feel like it's something that like, at least I didn't realize until like recently that like finances are a huge part of like a potential marriage. And it's they like are, yeah. really insane to really think about that and be like, oh my God. Well, it's hard to think about well. too. I feel like at our age, which I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm a child bride. Okay. <laughs> like I'm not saying 23 is like too young to be married because I mean, in if you would have asked me when I was six years old, I thought I would be married with kids mm -hmm. by now. Like yep. <laughs> I definitely thought I would be very much a mom and very much a wife. Mm -hmm. um, but right now I'm okay that I'm not. But I, I also didn't realize how big finances were and like how much you have to consider like what are what is their student loan situation like? What where do they want to live? What what income do they have and mm -hmm. what income do you have? And yeah. How can you merge that together? There's a lot of stuff that I didn't realize. Yeah, <laughs> and also like how you think about money even like mm -hmm. how this person thinks about spending versus how this person thinks about spending. Like it is so crazy how it just like permeates through each like sector of like your life it's really crazy yeah. and I'm like that no, is it insane is. like wow all right autumn so if you had one piece of advice that you could share with my listeners what would it be if I had one piece of advice along the thread of advocating for yourself it would truly just be understand what you're passionate about because you can truly turn anything that you love anything that you're passionate about into a career and it doesn't have to be like within corporate it can truly be anything and when you advocate for yourself in that, 
you can truly turn anything into a great experience. You can turn anything into the life that you want for yourself. That was good. I needed yeah. to hear that for myself. Yes. I needed to hear that today. It mm-hmm. is rainy. It is cold. I am unmotivated. And so that definitely re-energized me. Thank you so much for joining me and having breakfast. I know we're not technically eating breakfast, but you know, it's a lifestyle. We're here, we're doing it, we're having coffee. It counts for something. (laughs) Thank you again so much for joining me on this episode of Let's Have Breakfast. I appreciate your support as always. 